1: everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss. I'm Judy Liebrag, and this is a show that helps you find and follow your bliss. On today's show, we're talking about families who work together and the joy, sweat, and tears that go with the territory of parents working with their children. Later on in the show, we will meet a 17-year-old pop singer who's done more in her young life than many older and more established artists. Her name is Victoria Azebido, and her artist name is Ria. Her parents, Fatima and Victor Azevedo, have been managing her career since she was a young girl, and now they're co-managing her career along with an established management and branding company called Arrival Music Group Inc., They are truly a family who works together on their daughter's singing career. Victoria has an album coming out in February 2020, and she's here today to sing a track from the album and to sing live right here at Zoomer Studios later on in the show. She's fantastic. You don't want to miss this. We will also meet an incredible father and son dentistry duo who not only work together but play together too, enjoying many of the same things such as skiing, Traveling, cycling, and really adventurous camping trips. We will hear all about how they create beautiful smiles later on in the show. But first, we have a mother and daughter from one of the best Greek restaurants on the Danforth in Toronto called Pantheon Restaurant. And they really are a dynamic duo. If you have any questions for any of our guests, families who work together, give us a call at 416 Three six zero zero seven four zero or one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And for the latest news on finding your bliss, follow us at the bliss minute on Instagram and Facebook, or go to our online magazine, findingyourbliss.com. So I'm so delighted right now to introduce both of you and to welcome Crystal and Olga, Olga Perusis to Finding Your Bliss. Welcome.
2: Thank you. for
3: having us. Thank you for having
1: us, Judy. Thank you so much for being here. I love your restaurant, by the way. This is why you're here. I love your restaurant. I learned about it from a very good friend, Sari and Jay Sunshine, who I know are your regular patrons. And everybody loves your restaurant. And, you know, food is love and food is bliss. And nobody really does it better than you guys. You've just sort of figured it out. You and your husband Olga, your husband Nick, and you yes.
3: started this 23 years ago. What made you open a restaurant? <laughs> Actually, it was the love. My husband used to love to cook. He worked in a restaurant all his life, and I was a waitress at another restaurant. Wow. So when we met, he decided to open up Pantheon. Um, he just loves cooking, grilling. He's a phenomenal griller. Mm-hmm. Grilling uh, the fish, fresh fish, yes. calamari. Um,
1: that's so. so nice. You know, my producer Phyllis says, you make the best calamari in the city, in, in the world, I think she said. I love your Greek salads. And I know Sari Sunshine loves your sea bream or sea bass. Yeah. And
3: uh, that's so delicious. She <laughs> loves the sea bream. It's uh, the way we barbecue it is just very plain. So all the customers, when they come in, they get the same food every day. Come a little closer to the mic. Perfect. Just come
1: a little bit closer. You're wonderful. That's great. And they they love it so much. That's so amazing. What do you think, Crystal? You're a mother and daughter doing. You work together seven days a week, 24 hours a day. That's a lot. (laughs) What is that like, first of all?
2: (laughs) Um, It's fun. I definitely wouldn't do it with anyone else. Um, At the beginning, it was very hard for us to find a healthy balance. And, you know, we were tired. We were putting in 14-hour shifts. And, you know, we don't have too much of a life outside of the restaurant. So, I mean, Obviously, families. We argue. We have differences. But you the, cry. You have yeah. ups. You have downs. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's your family. And of course, it, it it just for me. If I fight with my mom, it stays in the restaurant. We don't take it home, right? Just
3: patience. You have yeah, to have exactly. patience. So, yeah. of course, we, can, we make it work.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. That's a, so. What do you think? Because there are a million Greek restaurants, right? All over the city and all over Toronto and surrounding areas and in the world. Why is Pantheon? Critics rave about it. Patrons rave about it. Everyone, I put you on Instagram and I had so many comments. (laughs) I love that food. It's so delicious. It's so great. Oh my God, that's my favorite place. What do you think it is about it, Crystal, that makes it so fantastic? Um,
2: Well, I think it's because we're very consistent. Um, yes. every time that, you know, even Sherry or any of our regulars that come back, or when I eat the food, it's always consistent. I know that if I order this the fish or the souvlaki or the steak or anything that we have, it's always gonna stay the same. And the beauty about that is that we've had the same staff front and back of house. For twenty-two years. Yeah, for twenty two years. amazing. So it's not like we have a lot of chefs that come in and out of the restaurant and you know they add a little bit of flavor. It's my father's recipe at the end of the day, and it's been practiced for twenty two years. So they've really perfect like made it perfect, right?
1: So your dad, Nick, and your husband comes in at 3:30 every morning yeah. to start marinating and preparing and he stays till 3:30 in the afternoon so his yes. shift is 12 hours but in the middle of the night and he it's it's his attention great attention to detail yeah. and all of this work that he does so you you said to me before the show mm-hmm. he is the restaurant but we are the face of the restaurant that's right. yeah. so and <laughs> and even if there's ever a line and when you have a line that's a happy problem it means yeah. that you're so busy you're so popular yeah. i've seen you serve people drinks and to have conversation and laughter yeah. and talk to them to make it so fun it 's like an experience yeah. coming to your restaurant exactly yeah is it bliss for you because you don't have a lot of other time to do anything else you really you're there what what is it 10 till 11 uh yeah. monday's monday's to friday's whatever to exactly, weekend yeah. and weekends you're there till 11 p.m. it's 7 days a week yeah. this enterprise. Yeah. What is the bliss in this work for you first crystal like what do you love about this?
2: Um I love going into the restaurant and obviously seeing my mom and dad, even if we've had a little bit of a fight, you know, sometimes I'm just like, I'm never going back to the restaurant, but at the end of the day, I'll always go back because it's what I love to do. Right. So I love seeing the customers. I love seeing our staff and it just feels like a family because my parents opened up the restaurant when I was only a couple months old. Um, so my mom used to, there's a picture actually of me doing the dishes when I was a little girl in the back, right. Or my oh. mom would rock me with her foot. She'd she tell me.
3: actually uh, grew up <laughs> in the restaurant.
2: Yeah. She
1: yeah. was born, almost born yeah. in the restaurant yeah. and she grew up there. So everyone knows you, know, you all the yeah. staff and all the people. Exactly. All the
3: customers know her.
1: Now you have a very famous guy. I asked you on the phone, do yeah. you ever have entertainment? You said, who needs entertainment? We The food is the entertainment, the yeah. experience is the entertainment, but you do have Yanni, not to be confused with Linda Evans' Yanni, that singer. <laughs> <laughs> Although this Yanni does sing. He's a singer as well. So can you tell us about what this Yanni does? What does he do in the restaurant?
2: Um Well, He's a singer, he's a a a busboy, right? Everyone loves him. He's the manager,
3: he's everything in (laughs) there. Uh, When he opens (laughs) his mouth to sing, everybody stops to hear him. That's right. Uh, Yeah. And he just puts a smile on everybody's face. Yeah. Come a
1: little bit closer to the mic so we can hear your beautiful voice, or just pull the mic closer to you. Perfect. That's great. Uh, so when he sings, everybody goes crazy. And I know when he makes that Saganaki, what is Saganaki? It's uh, cheese, cheese, fried cheese, and it and it flies yes. up, and and they bring it out and they say, "Opa!" He, he <laughs> loves to flame it and say, "Opa!" Yes, that's so fantastic. <laughs> I love that. So you really are like one big family, like yeah. that's and and the fact that you've had the same staff. So you're doing something for people who are listening to how they can work together. What do you think is the secret of what you're doing to have your staff stay for 22 years? Like that's amazing.
2: Yeah. The
3: the secret is. Um, because I used to work for somebody else a long time ago, or part of my life, and I never liked the way they treated me. So what I learned when I got Pantheon, I learned that uh, you have to treat your staff as is you,
2: like so, your own, yeah, like your own like, family, like, like yeah. your own
3: family. Like you don't mistreat them; you treat them nice. You help. I might be the boss in the restaurant but I'm also a worker. Yeah. That's true. Wow. So when they see that they respect that. Mm-hmm. I don't just sit around to pass them around. Yes. We all work together as a family. Mm-hmm. That's so and wonderful. And that's the reason they stay with me for 23 years. Yeah. It's amazing. Do you have a lot of celebrities coming into the restaurant?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We've had a bunch of athletes. Uh, we've had Molly from the Breakfast Club. Molly Ringwald. Yes. yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, So we've had a few people. It's pretty cool when we see them. Uh, we typically won't go up to them. Yeah. We, we don't want to leave them, them alone yeah. and let
1: them just uh, yeah, feel at home. That's so incredible. Yeah, You told me one day you had to go into your car and take a breath <laughs> yeah. and just have a breather. Yeah. So what happened to you that day?
2: Um, I don't know what it was. Me and my mom got into a little bit of a fight and... I was just like, I'm just going to go, I'm going to leave. And my mom thought that I was leaving, right? But I just went in the car and I knew that I couldn't leave her on a Saturday night. I I honestly wouldn't leave her on any night. And as much as I (laughs) wanted to leave and just go and hang out with my friends and do anything else and get my mind off it, I knew that I had to go back. Right. Right. And that's, and I think that's the beauty of working with your family because, you know, sometimes you just have to bite the gut, like bite your tongue and do the right thing. And I want to, because it's at the end of the day, it's my mom and dad's restaurant, but I'm involved too. And I know that they appreciate that I'm there and I appreciate them because they've provided me with something that, you know, I can carry on. For your life, yeah. of
1: course. Do you love, and you're both people, p- persons, right? Like yeah. you both love people. Yeah. So do you love that aspect that, you know, people come in, like I'm thinking of Sari again. And I know that she loves to go just because she loves to talk with you and catch yeah. up and, and Jay. <laughs> I, and.
3: <laughs> I love all my customers. When I see them, it, they just light up my face. Yeah. That's so nice. That's, That's what I wake up to,
1: to go to the restaurant
3: so I can see my customers, talk to them, and it feels like you're in a home. Yeah,
1: absolutely, it does. It does. It's really yeah. a family style, family yeah. feel. It's fun, and also you always see people you know there. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you know that, but like you always bump into. Oh, I know you. I know you. Yeah, like so many people yeah. that that's you know. That's what I love Everybody about the restaurant. Everybody knows each other.
3: Yeah, exactly. Most of the time.
1: that's so amazing. Yeah. I love that. I love that. As I, I, I wrote down um, as a family focused restaurant, Nick ensures that every customer that enters the door is treated like family, mm-hmm. and leaves feeling as though they have experienced a traditional Greek meal in a his own home. Your restaurant is legendary. So what advice do you have for people who want to be as successful and as happy as you are making their work and their life, their bliss? Like it's all joined together. You don't have separation. This is it. This is, it's all at Pantheon 407 Danforth Avenue. (laughs) Um, What, what is it, what is it about uh, what you do? What advice do you have for other people who want to be successful
2: like you? I'm, fresh into the restaurant business but the reason why my parents are so successful right cuz I'm speaking on their like success right at the end of the day I just came in a couple like a year ago to help them um I think that they're very consistent and like my mom said you have to be nice to everyone and my mom at the end of the day like honestly she works very hard in the restaurant and even though she might be you know uh, at the door hostess saying on weekends, she's still going to go and clean up that table and she's going to go to the kitchen. She's going to go to the dishwashers and make sure that everything is just nice. running. She is like the flow of the restaurant. I call her Switzerland.
4: Right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> everyone I have the loves patience. Her. I can yeah. do a lot of things at a lot of, yeah. at the same time. Yes. yes,
1: I won't get confused. There's something that touched me more than anything. Like I wanted to do this just because I love coming and I love talking to you, Olga. When I come, we always have such Thank good, you, soulful talks, and it's always. I'm coming for some grappa, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, what what I love is that all the fresh fish, chicken, and meat that you don't use, you donate every day, fully donation. Mm-hmm to Covenant House. Can you tell me about that? That's the nicest thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. for many years, I always felt like I wanted to give um, the meat that I was seeing at the restaurant that we had. And I was trying, and eventually I got a hold of Covington House through some other organizations. And I was so happy when they told me that they can come and pick it up because I don't have the time to take it to them. So every week we have um, a driver that comes from there and they pick up it's fresh meat. It's fresh meat. Mm-hmm. It's fresh meat. Oh cooked, yeah. And and it goes
1: every day. A driver picks it up every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is really the nicest thing. So you're yeah. giving back, you're not only doing this business, but you're giving back and you're helping. Yeah other people, which is that to me is bliss. Like I think when you're in service to other people doing something that you're great at doing and it brings happiness to other people, that's the ultimate in bliss, isn't it?
2: I agree. It's really amazing.
1: Congratulations to both of you. You're terrific. You. How can people get in touch with you?
2: Um, so we do have a website. It's pantheondanforth.ca And then we also do have Instagram, uh, which is Pantheon Danforth. Yes. And then our phone number is 416-778-1929. And we're located at 407 Danforth Avenue. That's so fantastic. <laughs>
1: can I come for some grappa really, really soon?
2: <laughs> right after the I'll show.
4: <laughs>
1: I would love that. I want to thank you both for being here today, Crystal. And Olga Perusis. And I'm going to try to say this right. (laughs) Efharisto. (laughs) Parakala. Thank you so much. Thank you for
3: having us. That's
1: wonderful. I know you both have to go back to work, but it's been such a pleasure to have you on our show, Finding Your Bliss. And before Christmas, we're going to come and celebrate at Pantheon uh, and have a little grappa, of course. (laughs) Everyone check out the Pantheon at 407 Danforth Avenue. We're going to go to a short commercial break right now. When we come back, we will meet a father and son dentistry duo who will answer all of your questions about what it takes to have a beautiful smile and will tell us all about working together and all about their bliss. If you have any questions for our leading dentists, give us a call at 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740.
5: Be right back. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years.
6: CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together.
1: We are back. And this is Finding Your Bliss AM 740, FM 96.7. And we are joined now by a father and son dentistry team. And what I love about their story is that they enjoy helping people not only to have a gorgeous smile, but also to help their patients maintain good oral health. They also have many interests and passions outside of the dental clinic, which is a great reminder to all of us that work doesn't have to be our only bliss. I'm delighted to have them here today. And this is not the first time we are meeting. The father, Mark, was actually the best man at my wedding to yes. his brother, Cliff. <laughs> and so, Dr. Mark Liebrack and your son, Dr. Matthew Liebrack, welcome to Finding Your Bliss and my nephew. <laughs>
4: <Thank you for laughs> Great to us.
1: have you, Dr. Mark Liebrack. You have been a general dentist in private practice for thirty-two years. You graduated from the University of Toronto Faculty of Dentistry in 1987. You have experience in all disciplines of dentistry with emphasis on orthodontics, aesthetics, implants, and full mouth reconstructive therapies. You are certified in 3D radiology. And as a student, you served as president of Pi Chapter of Alpha Omega Dental Society. And in 2000, you became the president of the Toronto Alumni Chapter. And you currently chair an international and North American lecture series on dentistry on behalf of Alpha Omega. You've lectured around the world on various disciplines of dentistry, and your clinic is called Dentistry on Dundas in Whitby, Ontario. That's a mouthful, but you've done a lot of great work. I got to to mention it all. <laughs>
0: it's, it seems like a lot now that you say it. It's uh, quite something. It's fantastic. Know. But that's what happens after 30 years in, in dentistry.
1: You have been a dentist now for 32 years. What do you love the most about what you do?
0: To be honest with you, you know, people ask me this question all the time. Like a lot of people don't understand how I can actually even be a dentist. But I always tell them that, you know, when I leave my dental office on Friday afternoon, it's a great feeling. I've had a great work week well done, but I'm always come happy to come back the next week on Tuesday and come in that first day. I love coming into the office. And part of it I think for me, most of it has to do with the people that I work with. I work with 36 staff in my office, uh, 10 of which are dentists and we have 25, uh, 26 support staff. I love seeing them. I love working with these people. And the most important thing is I love working with the young dentists that we have in the office. And that includes, of course, Matthew, who has just joined us in, in uh, July. Um, we have several young dentists and they just come into dentistry with their eyes wide open, all ready and excited about doing dentistry. and it, brings the excitement back to me. And I I love dentistry. I think it's the best thing that we could do.
1: And you see it through their eyes, which is so amazing. How did you feel when your son, Matthew, approached you and told you that he wanted to be a dentist as well?
0: I had two feelings. (laughs) Uh, One of elation and one of angst, to be honest with you. I really wanted the, you know, the elation was that here I have uh, a son that, has been impacted by me to go into a same profession, obviously seeing how much I love it. But the angst is I, I really want to make sure that he was going into this profession because he wanted to go into the profession. Yes. I didn't want him to go into the profession thinking that that's what I wanted him to do. Right. And I did have that talk with him before he entered dentistry. And I said, make sure this is for you because you're going to be doing this for 32 years like I'm doing this. And you're going to be sitting here <laughs> even maybe, more, even maybe with your son, maybe your daughter, <laughs> and you've got to spend every day enjoying what you do. And I'm extremely fortunate. I enjoy everything that I do in my office and outside office. So fantastic. So I'm happy. Dr. Matthew Liebrach. Wow. I love
1: saying that, by the way. So first of all, congratulations on graduating and becoming a dentist. Thank you. Did you always know that you wanted to follow in your father's footsteps?
5: No, I, uh, didn't know that I did, uh, originally. Uh, but again, speaking to what, um, my father said, seeing him love the practice of dentistry, uh, influenced me to follow and in, follow in his footsteps, uh, Without him, I probably wouldn't have been exposed to how amazing a profession dentistry is. Uh, I would be, I, I always loved health sciences. I loved helping people. Uh, I probably would have been in a medical profession of some si- uh, some aspect, but uh, seeing him day to day in
1: so happy and, and so fulfilled in, in what he's doing. Exactly. You went to a very highly regarded and prestigious Ivy League school, the University of Pennsylvania School of Dental Medicine, which is considered to be one of the top dental schools in the United States. And you completed an honorary degree in clinical dentistry and graduated magna cum laude. Wow. So incredible.
0: Congratulations. He did much better than I did, by the way.
1: <laughs> I know he worked very, very hard for for that tough four years in, in dental school. That was pretty intense uh, yeah. education. What was it like studying there? And did you consult with your dad when you didn't understand something? I was thinking, oh boy, that crown class was really difficult. You know, you could call your dad.
5: Yeah, I had uh, the absolute privilege to attend that university. It was amazing. Uh, all the faculty, uh, friends that I made throughout the way really influenced me um, in how I practice day-to-day. Uh, having the support system that I had, um, two amazing parents that supported me throughout the way, but also having a father in the same profession, wow. uh, it was uh, incredible. I'd call him day-to-day and say, I have this case in dental school, what would you do? <laughs> uh, and having that support was was uh incredible
0: that's so unbelievable even today judy we uh you know on a day-to-day basis he'll call me after work if he's coming from another dental office he does work at two offices ours and, and one other and we'll discuss cases on the way home and so he'll tell fun. me how his day was and it's just an amazing feeling. how great is that like it's that's, like we speak the same language and it's uh, it's great when he, it uh,
1: gets you a little choked up doesn't it
0: <laughs> it always does i know, I know. Does. i'm
1: feeling it too <laughs> Mark, did you, I I said, was this something that, so I think I've I've answered that question, that was something that you, I was wondering, did you encourage him? But I think it was something that Matthew came to realize he wanted to do on his own. What is it, I've said what it is about dentistry that brings you joy. What is it about dentistry that brings you joy, Matthew?
5: It's just an incredible profession uh, in which you can help people. Um, Really, the thing that gets me excited to get up and go to work is the interactions that you have day to day. Ultimately, you are treating a patient uh, and people, and they come in with all the other stresses, especially coming to the dentist. Everybody has (laughs) – it's not a stress-free environment for a lot of people, and helping people become at ease uh, and – somewhat enjoy their experience at the dentist and having people leave happy with a great smile is is very rewarding
1: you also have a lovely manner which helps and i think you get this also from your dad who has a lovely manner and of course this is a wonderful feeling right when you go to a dentist with and and they have the kinds of personalities that you do uh it makes it it makes it more enjoyable and you i'm sure you make them laugh because you guys are always very funny matthew what is the area of dentistry that you're enjoying the most
5: so far in my uh, minimal amount of practice, uh, I love every aspect of dentistry. Um, really, again, speaking to the interactions with people on a day-to-day basis is is what gets me excited. Uh, building relationships with patients, uh, usually when a patient finds a dentist, they're with that dentist patient for the rest of their lives sure. in terms of their care so building that relationship is really what's exciting to me
1: so great what is it about your dental practice mark that you think differentiates you for you from the rest because i know you've won many years there's a contest in in whitby i believe best best dental practice and you win it every year yeah. uh what what do you think it is about your practice
0: You know, it's about, it's about the people. I mean, we have a fabulous staff at the office, a caring staff, a very empathetic staff, and we have fabulous patients and we've built really good relationships with those patients. I mean, we have lots of stuff at the office. We have great technology. I mean, we've got three dimensional x-rays. We've got a full uh, ability to do all the implants that are necessary. We've scanned patients instead of taking impressions. We do a lot of stuff, but it's those relationships that we built over 32 years. I've had patients who have been with me that entire time. In fact, my dental assistant, uh, has been with me for 30 years. Wow. And we have two other staff that have been there that long. We also have many staff that have been there uh, 20 years or longer. Uh, just incredible. So
1: wonderful. It's this, this a real testament to you. And this is reminding me a little bit of Crystal and Olga Perusis, as our, our guest just before you. Same kind By of way, thing. you made me
0: hungry with that interview. I'm coming I'm <laughs> no. over there right after Got to right
1: now. <laughs> Mark, how did you feel when you saw your son, Matthew, graduate from dentistry school? Can you describe what that was like for you and your wife, Heather?
0: Okay. Um, that, the thrill of being there, um, seeing him march in with all those other students in two ceremonies they have there, one in a grand stadium where all the kids are graduating together and then privately in the, in the dental school setting was, you know, it just took my breath away. A uh, great kid. I know that he's going to be a fabulous dentist and, you know, that feeling of having someone following your footsteps and really see how much you enjoy something and say, that's for me. Wow. Unbelievable. What, what a compliment and what a testament to your
1: parenting and to your relationship. What is it like working together? What are the highs and lows? I, I suspect there aren't too many lows, but what are the, uh, what are the highs of working together?
5: Uh, it's amazing. It really is. We have a fantastic relationship. Uh, Being being able to bounce uh, ideas off somebody who is in the field for 30 plus years. Don't remind me, Matthew. (laughs) uh, Is is invaluable. (laughs) Right. It's uh, I see a case with for the first time that he's seen a thousand times. So uh, having his support and his mentorship throughout is uh, incredible.
1: That's so incredible. What I also love about your story is that you both love what you do, but you each have your own individual passions and interests outside of work. And I think it's so important to have activities you love to do outside of your work. Mark, I know your bliss is related to skiing. What do you love about skiing and why is it your bliss?
0: Well, I'm going to interject. My number one bliss is my family. Uh, Married to Heather for 30 years. And now he's crying. Years, sorry, I am crying a little bit. I have a fabulous daughter, Dawn, and her husband, Mitch, and they're expecting their first child in June. So, so I am going to be a grandfather. That's incredible. And my uh, son here with his fiance uh, Jesse, who are are getting married in uh, April. Uh, they're, <laughs> that's that's the best thing. Okay, um, but I do the one thing I like about my skiing is that I know that no matter what stresses there are uh, while I'm skiing. I just have to negotiate that next turn or I break my neck. <laughs> right. So I can God wipe out yeah. everything out of my mind. Right. And also the beauty of going up to the top of the mountains and looking out and just breathing the air and just looking out at the vastness of what this earth has to offer us. It's, it's incredible. And it just keeps drawing me back those mountains.
1: How wonderful that you love your work, but you also love your time off work and have found your bliss in all those areas in your family and your work. And it's pretty amazing. Matthew, I know you love watches and I find that so fascinating what is it about watches that you're so interested in and why is collecting them related to your bliss
5: I've just always been drawn to the intricacy of what it takes to build a watch have a mechanism you know in this day uh, current um, time you have a watch without a battery without a computer and it's telling time accurately and dentistry is quite similar in terms of the uh, we measure things in millimeters as opposed to larger things. So looking at intricacies is something that's always fascinated me.
1: Have you ever taken apart a watch?
5: I have, yeah. I regularly take them apart, (laughs) put them back together. Sometimes they don't end up functioning as well after. But uh, Do you have a
1: favorite watch of all time?
5: uh, One of my watches that my uh, grandfather gave to me is (sighs) something that I, I cherish, yeah.
1: I love that. That's so fantastic. Do you recommend that fathers and sons work together?
0: Oh, yes. Uh, well, it depends. I mean, as I said at the outset, um, if the passion is the same for what you have to do every day, that's great. If you find that you have no interest in that, don't bother because right. you have to have that passion first. It's just going to fall off the rails if you go into something because you believe someone else wants you to do it. Right. You right. agree, Matt? Uh, completely. Yeah. I When I was going into
5: dentistry, like he said, he looked at me and said, is this what you want to do. I never got any uh, pressure. Uh, it's something I came across and joined uh, willingly, and I love it. That's
1: so fantastic. I love that. How can people contact you, Mark, first?
0: Well, uh, you can contact us both at uh, info at DentistryOnDundas.com, Dundas Dundas spelled D-U-N-D-A-S, and you can contact us by telephone at 905-666-1555. But again, that's info at DentistryOnDundas.com.
1: That's right. That's right. And they just have to ask for Dr. Mark Liebrach, L-I-B-R-A-C-H, or Dr. Matthew Liebrach. And away you go. I want to thank you both for being here today. And I want to give a special shout out, as your dad just mentioned, to Matthew. As I know you're getting married next April, congratulations to you and your fiancé, Jesse. You. And to all of your families. It's so wonderful. And I want to thank you both so much for being here today, Dr. Mark Liebrach and Dr. Matthew Liebrach. And your clinic is called Dentistry on Diet. Dundas in Whitby, Ontario. And we're going to go now to a short commercial break. And when we come back, we will meet 17-year-old pop singer Victoria Azevedo and her parents. Back in a moment
6: Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together.
1: We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss AM 740, FM 96.7, and I'm your host, Judy Liebrack, and I'm delighted to welcome 17-year-old pop songstress Rhea, who you may also know, and as I know you... (laughs) as Victoria Azevedo to the program. You'll remember Victoria is one of the finalists on the popular hit singing show, CTV's The Launch, as well as her many years of being a mini-pops kid. You have a debut album coming out in February 2020, and you will be singing a track from your upcoming album very soon, and then also singing live as well here in our Zoomer studios. I'm so thrilled to have you here today, along with your parents who co-manage your career along with her management company, Arrival Music Group, Inc., a Toronto-based boutique arts and entertainment company specializing in artist development, music and video production, marketing and social media strategy. And their motto is to create music that is both inclusive and positive. So first Victoria Ria. La- <laughs> no, you was all welcome to finding your bliss. Thank so you great to have us. you here. I'm also so happy to have your parents here who co-manage your career and they are Fatima Azevedo and you are not everybody's regular everyday mom. You went on tour accompanying Ria during the mini pop days. I know you enjoy classical music, Motown, rock, pop, pretty much all genres, and everyone who meets you is drawn to your open and friendly spirit. And welcome as well to Victor Azevedo, who is not your regular dad either. While most dads would encourage their daughters to seek a safe route, Victor, you recognize that your daughter always had a gift of singing, and I know that you also love listening to rock music. Welcome, everyone. And I also remember seeing you many, many times, and I'll get into that in a minute. I know you all because Victoria, you and my daughter Lily have shared for many years the amazing vocal coach Elaine Overholt at Big Voice Studios. So mm-hmm. I would often see you in the waiting room yes. while I was waiting for Lily and you were waiting for Victoria, for Rhea. And uh, that was fantastic. How did this musical journey all begin for you, Rhea? How old were you when you fell in love with singing?
7: Well, um, first, I kind of was into dance at a really young age, and my mom actually took me to dance class, and a few months went in, and I was kind of, like, not really interested, um, but my mom told me that I always used to sing around the house, like, putting my toys away, or, like, <laughs> playing, like, around the house, so um, she asked me, she was like, oh, like, would you be interested in, like, you know, going to music lessons, and, like, all that stuff, and I was like, yeah, sure, and I didn't think anything of it, and once I started going regularly, I fell in love with it and
1: you won a competition very early on at honey gem am i am i correct yes, in saying yes. that you, and i believe you were about seven or eight years old you were a young girl i was,
7: I was a little older i was but i was it was weird because it was um i think it was from 16 or was it from 16 16 and over um but i was actually like i think
1: 12 or 13. You're a, the, probably the youngest one yeah. and, and you won the whole competition. Also, congratulations on being signed by a rival music group Inc. Yeah. and on your new album. That's so awesome.
7: Thank you so wow. much.
1: Wow. And that's coming up February, 2020. Mm-hmm. Who have been your greatest musical influences?
7: For sure. Um, I'd have to say like, like Sam cook, Daniel Caesar, um, Sabrina, Claudio, more of like the R&B soul side.
1: little Ariana. I hear a, a little, little Ariana yes, Grande. Yeah. Kind
7: of like the pop and R&B mixed together. <laughs> definitely Ariana. So cool. But yeah, I'd say those are, yeah.
1: The main ones. Well, without further ado, I want everyone to listen to a track from your new album. And the song is called I'm Good. Can you set this up for us? I know it has to do with friendship.
7: Mm-hmm. Well, it does hit me in a personal level for sure. Um This song is about kind of the struggles of finding Um, good friends. um, And we kind of came up with the song just about how someone was wasn't treating me as well. And they were my best friend and they weren't there for me. And I always had that difficult time with friends as like, Throughout my whole childhood. So I kind of really wanted to talk express about it. it. Yeah. And
1: does singing help you express it? Like, does singing oh, yeah. almost give you that catharsis and that, uh, you know, that, that feeling good that you've been able to put it into a song yeah. so you can almost no, let it it's, go, it's right? It's
7: definitely therapeutic for sure. And helping people is just as good. Like, it's amazing. I
1: love that. So I think we're ready to play this track from your upcoming debut album, I'm Good, right now.
4: <laughs> oh, no.
1: was actually so beautiful. Oh, I love thank that. thank you. That's re- your voice, your tone is so gorgeous. That I always so thought you were great. You're like next level. It's like, <laughs> really fantastic. And it's also such an inspiring song, and it shows so much courage and matur- maturity that you were able to write it mm-hmm. and express yourself this way through music. How did you feel after the song got made and after you sang yeah. it and you heard it for the first time?
7: Well, um, I was super excited because I know this is a very kind of... I know a lot of people go through this, you know, when you're a teenager and you're going through a lot of best friends and friends, like going through these ups and downs and people not treating you as well. So I I really I really wanted to kind of like just talk about how my experience about it and hopefully they could kind of feel better and know that they're not alone. They're not alone. And that you're good without them. So absolutely. And, so,
1: yeah. and look at you, you're, you're hitting the heights and it's so fantastic. <laughs> you. you were also a mini pops kid for many years. I, was, I, yeah. I, I even thought that was so cool when, when <laughs> you were doing that. Can you tell us what that is exactly? And parents, yeah. you can chime in too, um, and Victor and, and Fatima, and just tell us what it was like as you were singing, recording and touring everywhere mm-hmm. with the mini pop kids. Do you remember
4: that time? I do. It was a very good experience. It was, um, Really, but
1: um you were I, you were going and you how long did this go on for about 3 years about three or years, yeah. 3 4 years and yeah. and so you would uh, can you like sort of paint a picture for people maybe mm. for our listeners who don't know what the mini pop kids yeah. are so, what what was the troupe like and what was it uh, it's tells. basically
7: just a group of kids who kind of do uh, covers of really popular songs on the radio and wow. we kind of make it kid friendly and like do this whole cool thing and like if you've probably seen mini pop kids on like YTV commercials and stuff like that. Yes. So that's kind of what we're all about.
1: And yeah. you probably learned so much repertoire. of oh, I mean, you. Yeah. wow, like you knew all the top 40 songs because yeah. you were doing them all no, the time. Yeah. That's so and that was cool. like
7: my first like kind of experience with like the whole like group and like going on tour and performing in front of really big audiences and starting at a young age kind of gave me the confidence to perform like daily. So. And
1: I know because I'm, I'm the mom of a singer too. So I know what's involved. <laughs> it's the getting them ready and yes. getting it all together. And you also have another son who's not a singer. He's a soccer player, right? That's right. <laughs> and what's his name? Nicholas, Nicholas, oh Nicholas, that's so nice. So, were you involved as well, Victor, in all of the going and getting Victoria to the coaches and well, to pretty much? I was the yeah, one. Who you were the one. I always saw you there. at Elaine's. In the yeah, you guys
5: <laughs> came in first, and, you know, <laughs> we, and did we did our thing. Yeah, you know, was great. She learned so much from there. Oh and yeah, yeah, she's the you best. She's, she's so amazing. fantastic. She yeah, develop, you know, every week, and we were there for a couple of years, and you know, by the end, it was like, you know, I, I go to myself, you know. She really has a shot. Yes. You know,
1: absolutely true. And here you are. Like, it's so true.
7: It's funny because like I started with Elaine at such a young age and seeing like the, you know, before and after kind of thing, which is yes. crazy. The like, trajectory. I, knew all these, I was so educated and, you know, like the, you know, the mixed voices, <laughs> the, mixed the voice. head voice, all well, that, that stuff. The, yeah. the,
1: the Big Voice CD, the Big Voice, whatever they, whatever they call it now, the mm-hmm. album Big Voice, um, which is, I think, available on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere, yeah. is um, is really, it's, it's what Lily uses every day as well. And wow. I even use it. Yeah. Actually, I just realized I didn't use it today. But usually <laughs> on my way to the studio, I do a little warm up. I don't do the whole thing because I'm not singing, but I do a little Vocal warm up, yeah. just using that amazing uh, that amazing album. Mm-hmm. is so funny. So um, let me ask you something. What is bliss for you? How would you describe mm-hmm. bliss for you? What is sheer bliss when you feel you're at your happiest?
7: I feel it's definitely um, making music and making a difference because I know that music heals me as a singer and being able to make music and heal people. It it just it makes me the happiest person. It makes me so proud of what I do. So fantastic! Yeah.
1: It's so fun. You worked with Boy George on CTV's The Launch. I like did, that yeah. is so cool.
7: <laughs> what did you learn
1: from him, and what was the best advice that he gave you? And yeah. what was he like? <laughs> oh my God,
7: he was so sick. He had this really big Charlie Brown hat, and like he was just so cool. Um, he was super positive and gave me really good advice. He told me that less is more to kind of you know speak from the heart and don't overthink when you're singing and he was just an awesome person it was a really cool experience
1: what was that show like like what what happens exactly you walk in and
7: so basically um there's i think five contestants like throughout each episode and um there's a song that they've written for i guess a specific category and i think mine was kind of like pop r&b and um They'd kind of out of all those five people in each episode, they would determine who kind of fits that song. Right. So we'd audition with a couple songs that we liked and they'd kind of cool. decide whether.
1: But it must have been yeah. so, so it cool. It was so
7: cool. Yeah. You
1: also have a huge presence on Instagram. How can people get in touch with you on Instagram? Yeah.
7: Um. So I, I, I'd like to say my big kind of social medias would be. YouTube and Instagram, more Instagram, but you can follow me on uh, Victoria A A, a. Azevedo.
1: So, Victor, spell it out for people. Victoria yeah,
7: V I v- C T O R I A A A, and then A Z E V E D O.
1: Oh, that's fantastic! And that's on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then also on YouTube, is it the same thing as well? It's or,
7: um. So I have a um, my new YouTube channel, which is Ria, and my also my other stuff that I've had like YouTube covers and a bunch of stuff is Victoria Azevedo.
1: So www ria.ca ria.ca so does everyone have that www.ria.ca I can't wait for now you're going to sing live for us tell us about this other song um, on the album that you're going to be singing it's called You Made Mm -hmm. and tell me a little bit about that song
7: sure Um, so uh, this song kind of talks about um, mental health and uh, sexual abuse um, on a personal experience that I've been through and um I really, I've been wanting to uh, make a song about this just to spread awareness and talk about what's really not talked about. And I'm like 17 and, you know, some people might not take teenagers seriously when it comes to issues like that. And um, it also, in the process of recording it, it really helped me kind of um, heal in that like whole thing. So yeah, it's, I really, really wanted to spread awareness and get people to n- know how important it is. and how- to, talk. to talk. It's so interesting. Exactly. We did a show yeah. here at
1: Zoomer on mental health empowerment. And that mm-hmm. was exactly, Victoria, what you're saying yeah. that came out of the show was, let's talk about it. Let's not keep things in the closet. Let's speak up. And if you're feeling sad, and if you see somebody mm-hmm. that's feeling sad, like, say, are you okay? Yeah. What can I do to help? Can Absolutely. I get you help if you're not equipped to help yeah. them? And so what you're doing is so Thank fantastic, you. because that to me is also so associated yeah. with bliss when you take your unique talents sure, which is your definitely. gorgeous voice you. and you use them to make the world a better mm-hmm. place by helping people not feel. And you must have been so proud mm. of this song and of, and of all the other things that your daughter is doing.
5: Yes. Yeah, the, the first time I heard it I, I told her, well you know you got something special in this song. You know? probably had a good cry. It was. It <laughs> was. This is a very emotional song, yeah. you know, like for me. I did a and, lot of crying.
1: You did a lot of crying. <laughs> <It> <laughs> I understand that the mama... Yeah. Even
5: th- every time she sings it, it's like, you know, like it gets to me, right? <laughs> but, you know, kudos to her because this is not an easy thing for mm-hmm. a young girl to go through and to tell
4: the whole
7: world. Yeah. Right? And the awesome thing is that I'm actually partnered up with Kids Help Phone to advocate for um, mental mental health and everything. So it's been amazing us working together with a rival music group and um, Kids Help Phone um, Yeah, it's, it's, it's been crazy. I honestly, I'm still shook by it because. It's just awesome. All I want to do is help. So
1: it's, you're such a good person, Victoria. You always you so have much. been, and you start. What is it like to work with your family? Like you, I know you have yeah. that, your co. They're your co-managers because you're also working with a rival music group. Mm-hmm. But what is it like to work with your mother and your father?
7: Yeah. Well, I started singing at a very young age, so they kind of helped me with that whole like finding these gigs and like the whole like finding Elaine and all that stuff. Like they've helped me so much, and like without them, like I would not be here today. Um, so I'm just- Is mommy crying? <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: I am. I know. I get it. I am too. I get it. I understand. So I'm
7: very proud to call them my parents because they've, they've helped me so much with my career and like, they've always supported what I love. Um,
1: what would they, you say to them right now? What do you want to say to them, especially your mom who's having a, a very good cry, which I, I understand by the way, that's so, that's so normal. And that's, and I, I am so happy that I'm not the only one who does that. <laughs> so what do you want to say to your mom?
7: I just want to say that I'm really proud of her and like thank you for all that you've done for me. And what about your nice dad who I always see at at (laughs) Abby (laughs) Lane's? Thank you for driving me to all my lessons (laughs) and being so patient and everything. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it without them.
1: Are you ready to sing for us? Oh yeah, for sure. You made. I think it's all queued up by our wonderful Duncan Briggs, and here we go. Let's have a listen.
4: innocence is stolen from you all over again I try not to think about it but I can't fight the demons inside my head is anybody paying attention cause it's so obvious that something's different I'm a little more moody and vacant Cause I got nothing left after what you did. Cause you made, you made, yeah, you made me believe. And all the things that you said. And I just you oh, oh. How could you ever let me down? Wow!
1: Okay, that is <laughs> well. okay. Parents are crying. Everyone's fully oh crying gosh. in the control room. We've got some crying going on. That was gorgeous. Thank wow. you so much. Thank so you. I have a prediction. I'm pretty good with predictions. I think this is going to be a hit. Yeah. I think that song is going to be a hit single. Yeah, hit song on on your album. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. Thank you I do. Thank you so much. I really, really do. So when you hear, you're pretty broken up when you hear your daughter oh, sing that. A, you know, emotional
4: song. It, yeah.
1: Was, yeah. it was crying. I hear the song. Yeah, of course. That's a very Very, very understandable. I get that. So we know people can contact you again, Rhea, from Mm -hmm. your Instagram. Just tell us one more time.
7: Yeah, it's um, Victoria Azeveda.
1: That's so fantastic. And on your website, and you're with a rival music group, which Mm -hmm. is really very, very cool. I want to thank you, Rhea, who I still know as Victoria. (laughs) And I want to thank you, Victor.
5: Thanks for having us.
1: Uh, Really, I'm so happy we were able to do this. And I want to thank you, Fatima, so much, Azevedo, for being here today. It was wonderful to have you all here. And we're so excited about the launch of your debut album in the new year. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Now tell me if I'm saying this right. Obrigada.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and, you got it right. Yeah. And now
1: good for job. the gentleman, it's "obrigado." Obrigado. Very good. Okay. cool. Did I do my homework? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> also, a special thank you to Crystal and Olga Perusis from Pantheon Restaurant, and to Dr. Mark Liebrack and son, Dr. Matthew Liebrack. And now I have to make a quick little bliss announcement. I don't know if you can see this really cool poster. Also, in finding your bliss news on Friday. December the 13th, Sheridan College's Honors Bachelor of Music Theatre Performance Program is celebrating the creativity of their students with a star-studded fundraiser, aptly titled Creativity in Motion, if you can see that, being held at the Sensational Buddies in Bad Times Theatre in downtown Toronto. The evening will be filled with incredible performers such as Sharon Matthews, Stacey Kaye, Stephen and Ben Page, as well as current students in Sheridan's music theatre program. Silent auction items abound, including art and culture packages, ceramic and glassworks, theatre merchandise, that's the best, merch, and so much more. And the big raffle draw of the night will include a pair of the hardest-to-get tickets in town to Hamilton the Musical. Wow, sounds exciting. For more information, please go to buddiesinbadtimes.com. And again, this is taking place Friday, December 13th at 7 p.m. at the Buddies in Bad Times Theatre. I also want to give a special thank you to my producer Phyllis Newman, yay, our production coordinators Shavon Kylie and Valerie Stanton and to our technical producer Duncan Briggs. As always, we're going to close out the show with this short meditation. So if you're driving, please pull over and turn off your ignition and just recline back. I would say open the window, but it's a little bit cold to do that today. So we're going to go into that meditation. And meditation is so important. Before I get into this, I just want to say that I normally do meditations that I have acquired from books or from other places, from the internet, articles on meditation. This is my first time that I've ever written A meditation on my own. So if you like it, please write to me at judy at findingyourbliss.com and let me know. And I hope that you all enjoy this. But the most important thing is take the time, even if it's two minutes a day, to meditate. If you're stressed when you're driving to a rehearsal, (laughs) to a recording session, to uh, to anything that you're doing, just enjoy. Take a breath. It's great to do it in the morning when you wake up for a couple minutes or before you go to bed. But any time you have, just come back to the breath and just enjoy. So we've got one right now, and I encourage you all, you can close your eyes and just enjoy the meditation now. So we're going to start it now. Begin by settling back. Get as comfortable as you can. Switch off all of the responses all over your body as your muscles ease off further and further, more and more. Close your eyes, and now take in a deep breath right in through your nose, and then let it go in a nice long exhale through your nose or mouth, whatever feels more comfortable. And if a thought enters your mind, just witness it without judgment and let it float by into the air, knowing that it is just that, a thought, and come back to your breath again. Just take comfort in the easy, calm feeling of breathing in through your nose and out through your nose or mouth until you begin to feel a calmer sensation developing more and more, further and further. You do nothing. You do nothing but give way to the waves of relaxation and the wonderful feeling of calm that comes over you more and more. You breathe in calm, and breathe out any stress and let it all float away as you sink deeper and deeper into a wonderful state of relaxation. Let's all count to five. I want you to imagine each number and with each number, feel yourself sinking and becoming more and more deeply relaxed. Let's try it now. One, deeper levels of relaxation being achieved. Two, more relaxed than ever before. And with the number three, letting it all go. Four, deep levels of relaxation being achieved. And five, very deep state of relaxation. And now taking another deep breath in through your nose and out again. And just enjoy this, this wonderful feeling of calm, this wonderful feeling of serenity and calm. Slowly open your eyes, wiggle your fingers and toes and smile, feeling proud of yourself that you took this time for self-care, and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. For all of us here at Finding Your Bliss, I'm Judy Brack, reminding you all to take one step closer to finding your bliss.